Welcome to Three Expert Tips with Annette Talee, where top experts in the real estate world give you tips and tricks to grow your business. Here is your host, Annette Talee. So now we're going to talk about the three tips that you are going to give us today. And Anna is going to talk about three tips on negotiating a deal. Sure. So one of the things that's really important, we kind of touched on it, Annette, but in negotiating is really not coming out and saying, this is what I'm willing to pay for your property. You know, really the first thing we want to negotiate is price. So the key is to try to find out what is important to the seller and really get to the bottom of why they're selling. When it's an on-market property, it's harder to do that. The broker may or may not tell you why they're looking to sell. But you can still ask the broker if you're not working direct with the seller, what would a good sale look like to your client? What are they looking for? So for example, if I think that um, price is going to dissuade them, or I think, uh, hey, they're going to want to close quickly, so I'll make it a offer with a quick close. It might be a seller that actually doesn't want to sell quickly because maybe they have to work out some things in their personal life or they have a 1031 exchange um, that they're thinking about or they need to find one. So if I just jump right in and you know, try to negotiate price and, and offer what I think looks like a good sell, but that seller wants something totally different, then my offer is not going to be attractive to them. So it's always important first to ask either the seller directly or the broker, what does a good sale look like to you? What types of terms uh, would make the seller really excited um, and more likely to look at my offer some versus someone else's? And then ask them, are they looking to do a 1031 exchange? And what is their timeline for that exchange? Would they prefer that we delay closing a little bit? Or would they prefer that we do it very, very quickly? So that's a really powerful question that I think is really important to ask uh, your seller and your broker before you go in with an LOI of any sort. Awesome. All right. That's tip number one. So along the same lines, when dealing with larger apartment buildings, it's not likely that most of us can take down these bigger properties by ourselves. And so then we've got to be able to try to find partners as well. And so just like we would ask the seller, one of the things that I really learned um, over time, but I was able to put into good use was when you're structuring deals and you're working with partners, you've also got to be able to go in and not just say, this is my deal. This is what I want. This is what I'm willing to pay for returns. Are you in or are you out? Because when you do that, many people are going to be turned off or it might not work for them for one reason or another with something that they have um, in their personal or business finances. And so when I went to my two partners on this deal that we ended up joint venturing, I had to be able to say, you know, this is the, the deal that I'm bringing. It's really important to me that I have X what is really important to you? And so just an example, Annette, was I knew that I was getting ready to retire. And so it was really important to me that I got a good acquisition fee for putting this deal together and for, for bringing it to the investors and to the partners. And one of the partners wasn't really comfortable with paying an acquisition fee. They wanted strong returns. They didn't want to pay the high acquisition fee. And we kind of went back and forth. And I said, listen, here's where I am in life. This is, you know, honestly what I need. I have to have this acquisition fee in order to make this deal work, but what I, I'm willing to give other things up. So tell me what um, negotiations would make you comfortable with me making an acquisition fee 
Do you want a higher percentage of the cash flow, for example, or a higher percentage of the ownership on the back end, for example? So by creating that win-win situation and asking what's important to the other investors, we were able to structure something creatively and, and create a win-win for everybody, where if I had just said, this is non-negotiable, you're in or you're out, the deal probably wouldn't have happened for them or for me. Absolutely. That's so very important. I, and I never thought about that, you know, like negotiating other parts of the deal. Right, right. Because really that capital stack and in the investors, especially when you're dealing with the joint venture, becomes very important because you want to make sure that people aren't coming in at kind of begrudgingly like, oh, Annette's being demanding that she wants all this money up front. She hasn't even put the deal together yet. <laughs> you know, for some people, they're, they're going to take it that way. So if you can create a win-win relationship and show from the beginning that you're willing to negotiate for the best of all parties so that everybody comes in feeling excited about the deal and that they're getting something and that you're getting something, then it's going to make for a much better long-term partnership um, and potentially doing other deals together. So I'm so thankful that I wasn't you know, stubborn my way or the highway on this deal, as I might have been in my younger years, um, you know, over time, you just learn that you really give um, by giving up as well. And so you've got to be able to, in all negotiations, know what your bottom line non-negotiables are, but present them in such a way that you're willing to give and take um, so that everybody feels valued and, and it really ends up doing more deals together because of, of your flexibility. Awesome. All right. So that was number two. Let's hear number three. So the other thing, um, so we talked about negotiating with sellers and brokers and negotiating with partners. And it's also really important to negotiate with your lender. And so many people think that if you go out and you ask for rates and you ask for terms, it's basically set in stone. And so you think, well, this lender will offer me X, this lender will offer me Y, this lender will offer me Z. So I'm just automatically going to go with the one that gives me the best terms. What I've learned over time is really those terms that they give you are their starting point and their standard. But over time, the more deals you do with the lender, the, the more they want your business. And so it's important to be able to go and say, you know, listen, John, I just talked to this other bank over here and they're willing to offer me a better rate than you are. And I really like to do business with you, but I, the rate's really important to me. So can you, you know, consider giving us a better rate or can you lower uh, the fees that you're going to charge me for putting the deal together, the origination fees? Or I know that you only do, you know, two years interest only, but in order to make this deal work, I need three or four years of interest only. And so you've got to be able to negotiate back and forth with your lender, tell them what's important to you and let them know that they are not your only lending option. And by doing that, you would be surprised at how many exceptions lenders will make for you to continue to do business with you. Um, and so it's something I wish I had started doing much earlier, but I've been really successful um, on this deal and in other deals um, since then to be able to negotiate lending terms that really make the deal um, much more profitable just by nature of, of, of a more quality loan. Awesome. That is so good. And, and, and it is true because the bank that I use for my six unit, they offered certain terms. And then when I went back for the second one, I said, uh, you know, I know you do 25% uh, down payment, but I, you know, I think this deal, like, you know, can you do 20%? And they said, yes, I think we can do. But, you know, they wouldn't have said anything if I didn't ask first. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's a good summary. If you don't ask, you do not get. So if you want something, you know, extra special, if you want an, uh, you know, a deal that's not just okay, but 
that's stellar, negotiate on all points so that you be, you be, you know, create the most profitable deal possible for yourself and your investors. Absolutely. All right, Anna, where can people find you on social media? Sure. So on Facebook, I'm Anna, REI Mom Kelly, and I have a Facebook group called Creating Real Estate Wealth That Lasts with REI Mom. And you can find me there. I also have a website, which is www.reimom.com. Awesome. And this was amazing. Thank you so much for adding so much value to my audience. And, you know, I, I have so much stuff that I want to like, that I was taking notes and I will pull into action. Thank you so much for being here today. You're so welcome. Thank you, Annette, for having me. Bye, guys. Bye. This was Three Expert Tips with Annette Talee, brought to you by Talee Investments. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. Our goal is to provide amazing value to your real estate journey. Connect online at www.taleeinvestments.com, where you can find this episode and more. Did you like this episode? Subscribe, like, and share.